Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Monday, August 31st, 2020. Today's poem is by an American poet, literary critic, and anthologist and teacher named Hayden Carruth. He lived from August 3rd, 1921 to September 29th, 2008. Carruth wrote 30 books of poetry, worked for Poetry Magazine, and was an advisory editor of the Hudson Review. He was also awarded a Guggenheim, the National Book Award, the Lannan Literary Award, the Carl Sandburg Award, the Lenore Marshall Poetry Prize, the Patterson Poetry Prize, the Ruth Lilly Poetry Prize, and other awards. <laughs> so he's a uh, quite um, revered poet of the latter half of the, the 20th century. The poem that I'm going to read today is called Abandoned Ranch Big Bend. You can find this poem in a book called Collected Shorter Poems. It goes like this. Three people come where no people belong anymore. They are a woman who would be young and good-looking if these now seemed real qualities. A child with yellow hair. A man hardened. A man hardened in desperate humanity. But here are only dry cistern, adobe flaking, a lizard. And now this disagreeable feeling that they were summoned. Sun on the corrugated roof is a horse treading, a horse with wide wings and heavy hooves. The lizard is splayed head down on the wall, pulsing. They do not bother to lift their binoculars to the shimmering distance from this dead center the desert spirals away, traveling outward and inward, pulsing. Summoned from half across the world, from snow and rock, from chaos, they arrived a moment ago, they thought in perfect fortuity. There is a presence emerging here in Sundance and clicking metal, where the lizard blinks with eyes wetted for extinction. Then swirling outward again, outward and upward through the sky's white-hot funnel. Again and again among the dry, wailing voices of displaced Yankee ghosts, this ranch is abandoned to terror and the sublime. The man turns to the woman and child, he has never said what he meant. They give him the steady, cool mercy of their unreproachful eyes. I want to point you to two essays, two articles that are worth reading uh, to think more about this poem. One is uh, Poetry Foundation's uh, essay or biography of Hayden Carruth. And the other is... An essay in the New York Times. It's from March of 1991. It's by Robert Suro, and it's called The Lonely Big Bend of Texas. I'm going to read you just a few bits of each of these and let that kind of be my comments on this poem for the day. But I hope you'll check out the whole thing. First, let me read this about Hayden Carruth from Poetry Foundation's biography of him. It actually begins with this paragraph. Quote, now and then a poet comes along whose work ranges across wide and diverse territories of form, attitude, and emotion, yet with the necessary intelligence that belies a deep, lifelong engagement with tradition, so that variance never seems mere experimentation or digression, but improvisation. 
wrote Midwest Quarterly contributor Matthew Miller. Hayden Carruth is such an artist. The National Book Award won by Carruth in 1996 for his collection Scrambled Eggs and Whiskey provided a grace note for a long academic and literary career that has seen the author become known as a proponent of 20th century modernism. Though recognized primarily as a critic and editor, Carruth is also, according to the Virginia Quarterly Review, a poet who has never received the wide acclaim his work deserves, and who is certainly one of the most important poets working in this country today. He is technically skilled, lively, nevertheless than completely honest, and as profound and deeply moving as one could ask. Characterized by a calm, tightly controlled, and relatively plain language that belies the intensity of feeling behind the words, Carruth's poetry elicits praise from those who admire its wide variety of verse forms and criticism from those who find its precision and restraint too impersonal and academic. I wanted to read that there to give you a little bit of an introduction into Carruth's work, but also because I think it comments on this poem in a really interesting way. So as I read the poem again in a second, those ideas that were presented in those first two paragraphs of this biography, I think, um, help help us contemplate Carruth's work in this poem. Let me also turn to this essay, The Lonely Big Bend of Texas. This is how it begins. I think it'll seem familiar. Driving into the Big Bend country of West Texas involves a kind of decompression process. First, all signs of human habitation disappear from the landscape, and time passes. Then there's not a station to be found on the car radio, just static, and more miles go by. All the while, the mountains that started out as isolated teeth against a vast sky begin appearing as clumps, then as ranges of red and purple cliffs. The countryside goes from something that is plausibly pasture land to something that is undeniably desert. I'm going to skip to the next paragraph. One of the rewards of making it this far is basking in that end-of-the-earth sensation that comes from simply getting to remote places like Machu Picchu or Santorini. But, unlike some other remote places here, one is rarely greeted by the deflating sight of a crowd that has made the same trip. In the Big Bend, it is easy to take a short hike to a rocky overlook and enjoy a vista in perfect solitude. The possible vistas include deep river gorges, a desert that flows in the spring, and forested mountains that are home to eagles and falcons, panthers and deer. According to Indian legend, the Big Bend is where the Great Spirit dumped all the rocks he had left over after he created the earth. Spanish explorers who futilely searched for gold amid the mountains layered in dark lava and light ash called it the Unknown Land. Astronauts practiced lunar excursions in the moonscape badlands. In Mexican cowboy poetry, the Big Bend is where the rainbows wait for the rain. I'll stop there, but this is a, a really well-written uh, uh, and must-read essay on Big Bend. And I think it uh, helps capture a little bit or give some context to what Carruth is writing about with these three people who are at, the, at this abandoned ranch. So with those two essays in mind, I don't normally do it quite this way, but with those two essays in mind, I will read this poem one more time. Abandoned Ranch, Big Bend, by Hayden Carruth. Three people come where no people belong anymore. They are a woman who would be young and good-looking if these now seemed real qualities. A child with yellow hair. A man hardened in desperate humanity. But here are only dry cistern, 
Adobe flaking, a lizard, and now this disagreeable feeling that they were summoned. Sun on the corrugated roof is a horse treading, a horse with wide wings and heavy hoofs. The lizard is splayed head down on the wall, pulsing. They do not bother to lift their binoculars to the shimmering distance. From this dead center, this desert spirals away, traveling outward and inward, pulsing. Summoned from half across the world, from snow and rock, from chaos, they arrived a moment ago, they thought, in perfect fortuity. There is a presence emerging here in Sundance and clicking metal, where the lizard blinks with eyes wedded for extinction. Then swirling outward again, outward and upward through the sky's white, hot funnel. Again and again among the dry, wailing voices of displaced Yankee ghosts, this ranch is abandoned to terror and the sublime. The man turns to the woman and child. He has never said what he meant. They give him the steady, cool mercy of their unreproachful eyes. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.